Welcome to the Awakened Man Podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to a concurrent episode of The Awakened Man and the Female Holistic Health Apothecary. I hope you guys are doing well today. Today, we're going to go back to the road of naturopathic health and talk about ways that we can naturally lower blood pressure. Now, hypertension or blood pressure is a major problem in America. A lot of people have them. And it needs to be addressed because high blood pressure increases your chances of blowing out your kidneys and increases your chances of having heart attacks and other problems like that. And depending on which study or estimate you look at, around 116 million Americans have hypertension. And if you look at prehypertension, um, of course, that number is even more. So if you think about America's got about 300 plus million people. So, I mean, do the math. If you take away children from that number, then it's almost like 40% of all Americans have high blood pressure. And this isn't that surprising because it's part of the metabolic syndrome. And we've talked about how this is the most obese Americans have ever been in human history or in American history, but in, in, in the world in general, we are the most obese we've ever been in world history. So uh, the metabolic syndrome, all these come together. So you, you see the four come together. It's obesity, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and diabetes. So once you get one, you tend to get all four. And so it is a major problem that we need to, to fix. And we spend so much time on breast cancer awareness, and I, you know, I, t- I totally understand that because we don't want people to get breast cancer. But you know, I've talked about before, uh, the sperm count has dropped 50% in the last 60 years. And where is the sperm awareness month? There's no, there's no talk about that. So I think that these are things that need to be discussed. And hypertension is an important thing. This affects both men and women. And the typical way that we treat this, like we do everything in America and the sick care industry that we have, is drugs. Drugs, drugs, drugs. Because big pharma has such a toehold in the, in the allopathic world that we are today, the allopathic meaning the opposite of naturopathy. So it's it's typical big pharma stuff. And uh, anytime you manifest a symptom, you, you, you have to top, top, you pop in a big pharma drug, which typically has side effects, of course. And uh, sometimes it's therapeutic, but sometimes uh, it's not. And many times there's adverse effects, as we know when you read the inserts, which nobody ever does. Nobody ever reads the inserts when they take these drugs, and the doctors barely ever tell you about it. So if you have hypertension or prehypertension or if it runs in your family, don't do the instant pop a pill kind of mindset because you're essentially signing a Faustian pact with the devil because once you take those drugs, whether it be Divan or Tenolol or Hydrochlorothiazide or any of these, these drugs, they all have side effects and many times you'll be taking these drugs indefinitely, 20, 30 years. And we have a very early episode how like big food 
craft and you know whatever gets you sick by giving you over calorie low nutrient dense food so eventually you end up with vitamin deficiency and and, and mineral deficiencies which lead to disease and then big pharma sweeps in gives you the quote solution close quote which is popping the pill which leads to more side effects and things that can affect your health so you're taking drugs for drugs drugs for the side effect of another drug and so forth and then at, at the end big medicine will come in big hospital and they'll overcharge you for conditions that you never had to have so if you can get to age of 40 50 60 70 years old and not be in any big pharma prescription drugs kudos for you man that means you're taking care of yourself and i'd be very wary of any big pharma drugs even ones i mean i think a lot of people understand like yeah i don't want to be on psychiatric drugs those are those are those will go make, make you go crazy i mean look at the inserts for the ssri antidepressants it says increased rate of homicidal suicidal ideation we have an early episode here about the link between the, the shootings mass shooters and how they're many times on psychiatric drugs but even for drugs for for diabetes and cholesterol and so forth, I mean these these drugs do have side effects. So let's go over some just natural ways that you can lower your blood pressure. And all these are kind of obvious ones, so I don't think it's not really going to be that shocking. But we're going to go through some of them. So, and this is in no particular order. This is going to be exercising. Exercise helps because what it does is so what happens with high blood pressure is you'll you'll develop plaque in your arteries. And it's similar to what you put your thumb over a hose, how it makes the pressure come up higher. This is what happens as well. So when you have more plaque buildup in your arteries, it makes the, the pressure in your arteries stronger. And therefore, is one of the, the, the side effects of that is you can rip the lining of your arteries. Your arteries have three, three layers. So it could rip the intima layer, which is the innermost layer. Next thing you know, you have aneurysms. So we want to avoid that. But either way, exercise makes your heartbeat stronger. It leads to vasodilation. It makes your arteries open up more and therefore gives more springiness to the smooth muscles that keep our arteries open. So at least 30 minutes a day of walking can lower your blood pressure. Just do that. The obvious one is going to be reduce your sodium intake. This can be controversial because historically we've always said that salt is very bad for you. But at the same time, we need the iodine in the salt. That's a, that's a major health problem when you don't take iodine salt. And the allopathic world always keeps changing the guidelines for sodium. I would tell you that as a whole, if you're going to use salt, try to use Himalayan sea salt and not the uh, the crap refined salts, uh, the, the processed sodium that's out there. But uh, you know, be 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 minimal on the salt. But that's not one of the reasons why you typically have hypertension. Another one's gonna be drink less alcohol. We know that alcohol is a class one carcinogen, so it increases your chances of getting all cancer. So, I mean, there's a zillion reasons why you should not be drinking. But we know that drinking alcohol can raise blood pressure. In fact, it's linked to 16% of high, high blood pressure cases around the world. And there's no such thing as a healthy amount of alcohol. We've talked about this uh, probably around episode 100 on the resveratrol scam. Resveratrol is an enzyme that's found in red wine. Now there was this push about 10 years ago that everybody should be drinking a glass of wine a day. No, alcohol is bad for you on every level. So ignore that. Try to stay away from it completely. Another one's gonna be potassium rich foods. Potassium is an important mineral that helps the body get rid of sodium and therefore um, is good for your kidneys and good for your body in general. So you want to decrease your sodium while uh, increasing your potassium intake. So potassium, you're going to get in like leafy greens, tomatoes, potatoes, sweet potatoes, uh, of course bananas, tuna, salmon, nuts, seeds, beans, legumes. 
Another one's gonna be on cut back on your caffeine. Now, coffee in itself is good for you, so long as you're not drinking too much of it. We have an episode here on the benefits of the Arabica bean, and similar to tea. They're both good for you on a lot of levels, just it depends how much you're drinking of it, and if you already have high blood pressure, then you probably should minimize the amount of tea that you drink. But tea in general fights against heart disease, it speeds up your metabolism and so forth, but it's really a question of like how much caffeine. So like a, a glass or two of coffee a day isn't going to kill you. Another one is going to be lowering your stress level. Of course, stress leads to the fight or flight response in the body. You get norepinephrine, epinephrine being released. It can constrict blood vessels, which increases your heart blood pressure. And you, I mean, you guys have seen it. You know, people are freaking out and they're yelling and screaming and and uh, leads to high blood pressure. And you can pop a, you know, do an a, a dissection, aortic dissection. You can pop one of those uh, arteries and just bleed out. So. You do want to limit your stress. Eating dark chocolate is very good for you because chocolate, now high level chocolate, we have a review early, early on, like episode 30 or 40 on the review of the best dark chocolate bars, but you want it to be high percentage dark chocolate, 70, 80%, 90% dark chocolate. Dark chocolate is rich in flavonoids, which are compounds that cause blood vessels to dilate. And so by, by eating dark chocolate, it can lower your blood pressure. Not to mention there's tons of benefits to it, to, to cacao. Also, losing weight, of course, makes a difference because um, there's a study back in 2016 that said that losing 5% of your body mass can lower your blood pressure. And how, I mean, it makes sense because you're carrying less weight. Quit smoking is another one. Um, Every puff of cigarette smoke causes a slight temporary increase in blood pressure. That's due to the chemicals that are found in tobacco and they can damage blood vessels. So there's definitely a link between high blood pressure and smoking. And again, smoking is a class one carcinogen. So I mean, for every reason you need to be off, get off smoking. Uh, another one, and the last one we're really going to focus on is just your diet. You know, it, you've got to cut out the high refined sugars, the sodas, and all these things because there's definitely a correlation. Going back to the metabolic syndrome, you know, you have a high sugar diet, you're more likely to be obese and then diabetic, and then high blood pressure. It's all connected. So try to clean up your diet. Try to eat more paleo-inspired diet. We have a lot of kind of paleo-inspired recipes in Naturopathic Earth at the website. So definitely on that. Uh, I would tell you also, eat berries. Berries are the best fruits out there because they're low in the glycemic index, but high in terms of nutrients that they have, vitamins, minerals, and so forth, all the polyphenols that they have. So try to try to eat a lot of the, the kind of high polyphenol-rich berries and blackberries, blueberries, raspberries tend to be the best. And then try meditation, deep breathing. Of course, this is obvious in terms of helping you with that. You guys understand. Last thing I want to do is mention magnesium. We do have an episode here, a standalone on magnesium, how yeah, most Americans are deficient in, in vitamin D and magnesium. Magnesium is important because it's responsible for up to 300 uh, chemical and electrical interactions in the body. Uh, and so, and it's also a natural um, sedative. It's a natural uh, sleep agent. So I take magnesium at night. You got to take the right magnesium, and we have a previous episode on that, but that definitely is good. So look, in closing, lower your blood pressure. I will tell you that the blood pressure recently, I wouldn't say recently, but they want your systemic blood pressure to be under 120 milligrams of mercury, and then your diastolic to be under 80. Um, it, it is exceedingly difficult. I would tell you about 95% of adults can't get their blood pressure this low. But certainly, and, and if you look like 10 years ago, no, we say 10, maybe about 30 years ago, they believe that good blood pressure was about 130, 140, over 90. 
Now, there's two arguments as to why they've lowered the, what they perceive to be healthy blood pressure. One is because the studies are showing that what they thought before was too high. But the other thing is you got to remember the effect of big pharma in treating medicine. So if they lower the blood pressure to 120 over 80, think about how many more now Americans now they can put on hypertensive medications that were otherwise borderline hypertensive. So you're opening up this gigantic market for people who are now have like a you know 132 over 88. Oh, you need to be put on lisinopril, right? You need to be put on these drugs. So just kind of understand it. So I would recommend that you do have a sphygma manometer at home. That way you check your blood pressure, especially if you're older or obese. And just check it regularly and try to keep your blood pressure, I would say, you know, you know, under 140 over 90 if you can. But try all these natural biohacks first before you go down the road of Big Pharma because none of these biohacks have side effects, whereas we know Big Pharma medications always do. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It'll only take you five seconds. If you have an Apple product, I would appreciate it. It helps with the algorithm. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. If you want to make a donation to help defray the cost of hosting this in a server because I don't make any money off of it, I would appreciate that. Also, there's a link for the website, Naturopathic Earth, which I mentioned has tons of recipes, articles, and all the podcasts are over there. Lastly, subscribe and or follow to the three feeds that we have here, Confessions of an Obese Child, Female Holistic Health Apothecary, and The Awakening. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needum. Until next time. Music, courtesy of Nine Inch Nails. 